This is Brad Friedman of the Green News Report. Desi and I are off camping this week, but we prepared this report for you before we left. Making molehills out of mountains. Thunder down under. Plus, the plight of the humble bee. Very good, Des. All of that and more straight ahead. I'm Brad Friedman of bradblog.com. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this is your Green News Report. The humblebee. <laughs> Very well, good. Scientists believe they have pinpointed the cause of colony collapse disorder, the mysterious condition that has decimated bee populations in the United States and Europe in some areas by more than half. The honeybee is a critical pillar of the food supply, essential for fruit and nut production all over the world. Researchers with Washington State University say the disappearance of the bees seems to be a combination of stresses. They found high levels of pesticide and beeswax in old hives, suggesting that even pesticides sprayed years ago linger in the hives, and that exposure affects bees' immunity to another factor, evidence of a micropathogen that was only first identified in the United States back in 2007, but they say has already spread to hives across the United States. So how long has this been going on, this disappearance of the uh, of the honeybee? Over the last three years, that's when beekeepers have noticed and said to research organizations, hey, I'll, somewhere between a third and a half of our bees have disappeared. And what's the downside? I mean, it's, for folks who don't know... The the downside is, as Mark Twain once put it, if the honeybee goes away, the human population will die out within four years because there won't be any enough food to go around. Did Mark Twain put it that way? Yes, he did. Okay, then. He's a smart guy. The U.S. could cut its energy use by a quarter and save $1.2 trillion in just 10 years by focusing on energy efficiency, according to a new study from consulting firm McKinsey. They recommend everything from very simple no-brainer ideas like, oh, sealing leaky air ducts in buildings to weatherizing homes and strengthening building codes. But they say it would still require an upfront investment. McKinsey estimates the nation would need to invest about $500 billion to implement these energy efficiency upgrades. But they say we'd make double back but they say we'd make back double that 1.2 trillion in energy savings within 10 years in other words about what we spent on the wars in iraq and afghanistan and that would be just from efficiency and didn't the uh, stimulus money, the recovery package, didn't that uh, put money into some of these very uh, type of upgrades? Yeah, some funds have already been allocated in the federal stimulus bill to retrofit and weatherize buildings for energy efficiency. Additional funding may arrive in the new clean energy legislation currently on hold in the Senate. Now, it sounds like a great idea, doesn't it, to help fund weatherization, but not according to the National Association of Realtors. The trade group succeeded in removing a provision from the Waxman-Markey clean energy legislation that would have established a voluntary grading system for old buildings to help consumers, buyers, the commercial real estate industry be able to compare buildings side by side for energy efficiency, but the National Association of Realtors didn't like that. Industry and trade comes first, people and the planet last. The federal office charged with oversight of surface mining says coal mine operators that use the destructive mining technique of mountaintop removal don't do a very good job of restoring the land after they're finished, even though it's required in their permits and by state law. Oh, color me shocked. They blow the top off of the mountains. How can they possibly restore that? I mean, they've Well, this is what happens. Now, many states have similar laws that require mountaintop removal companies to restore what's called the approximate original contour of each 
Mountain. But uh, the U.S. Office of Surface Mining studied closed mines in West Virginia and found that those don't even come close. One mountain was 200 feet lower in its elevation, and that was fairly common. The new director of the Federal Office of Surface Mining says they are going to be expanding their studies to other coal states to check and see. Now, the companies don't have to restore the mountaintop if they have plans to develop the land for commercial or residential use afterward. But critics are saying that the reconstituted land is also useless for development and that no development has actually ever occurred. Well, if you've seen photographs of this, it becomes a moonscape. I mean, they blow the top off the mountains, it becomes a moonscape, and then it leaves this uh, this toxic ash, this sludge that makes its way into our water supply. and it, it, Decimates no, the communities yeah, nearby. No surprise uh, that they're not restoring it. I don't know how they could, even if they wanted to, and these coal companies don't want to. We reported earlier this week on a study from the U.S. Department of Defense that concludes climate change will pose a threat to our national security over the next 20 years. Well, now an Australian think tank has released a study also identifying climate change as a long-term internal security threat for Australia. The Australian Strategic Policy Institute warns of increasing stresses on the country's infrastructure and ability to respond to disasters and that Australians will face more deadly heat waves, wildfires, droughts, and cyclones. Over 500 people died in January and February of this year alone from record heat waves and wildfires in Australia, and the study cites that as evidence that climate change is already altering their weather now patterns. Now, the, re- the report that we talked about earlier this week had been uh, warning of uh, national security implications of uh, global warming. That was, by and large, uh, ignored by the corporate uh, broadcast media. media. You bet. This report as well, this new Australian report, yes. similarly ignored? Similarly ignored. You'd never know about it if we didn't talk about it. Heck of a job, corporate broadcast media. Read about that and much more at our blog, greennews.bradblog.com. We'd love your feedback. You can also send us email, greennews at bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. And this has been your Green News Report.